0: Hello everybody, Fernando Campos here, back, and after all that expectation that I built up a couple of episodes ago, let's have a first India talk today, shall we? Since the Singapore Grand Prix is only next week, we can have a little Pink Panther talk today and analyze the biggest problem the team has faced up to this point. So first we'll talk about the team itself, then Paris, Ocon, and only then we'll analyze the problems they are facing on track. Well, first we have Forsinia, and they started in Formula 1 back in 2008, but they didn't score a single point on their first season, but that's because they started from the ashes of Spiker Ferrari. So they had an old Ferrari engine and an old chassis, which didn't take them any closer to the points, because every time they got closer, their car would break down. So Surio and Fisichella didn't score a single point in 2008, but in 2009, Forsenia scored 13 points. That's their first step in their growth, because in 2010, they already scored 68 points and finished in 7th in the championship. And this shows how gradual for senior growth was. Their growth was a lot less clear than Renault's growth last year, for example, because Renault scored only 8 points back in 2016, but this year they scored 34 points with still half a season to go. Forcedia didn't take this big step forward from one season to the other, but when they scored their first point, they never looked back. They scored 0 point in 2008, then 13, 68, 69, 109, their point scoring only grew bigger and bigger. They went from 10th in the World Championship to 9th, then a, a, a revolving door around 7th and 6th up until 2014, then 5th, 4th and this year 4th again because they're not getting overtaken by Williams and they're not overtaking Red Bull. So this shows how they got bigger and bigger and they became a solidified business. If you see their car in this year's uh, season, they don't have a place to put more sponsors there. And that's because they are a solidified team. You know they're going to deliver regardless of the conditions and regardless of the drivers. That's because, also, you can't name a paid driver that drove for First India. They always relied on consistent drivers. Okay, they were not amazing drivers, but they were not paid drivers. They knew what they were doing there. So they went from Sudo to Fisichella, to Liuzzi, to Paul de Resta, Nico Hulkenberg, Sergio Perez, and Steban Ocon. You can't name a pay driver there, and this only turned India into a solidified business, and if you think about it, they did all that with a lot less resources than the likes of Mercedes, India, Red Bull, and Renault. They are not a team that derives from a big brand, or they don't have a big brand like Red Bull has behind them. They base their resources in a lot of different sources of money, a lot of different sponsors, rather than one big source of money like, for like uh, Ferrari, Mercedes, and Renault. This uh, is amazing to see, to see how how gradually they grew. And for us Formula One fans, it's natural to see, uh, for in fourth. But if you show these standings to a person who didn't watch Formula One in the last five years, and this happened to me once or twice, the first thing they will say is. Wait a minute. How's Forsenia in fourth? So for us, it was natural. We, we we can't understand how they are in fourth. But for someone who didn't watch Formula One that closely, they didn't see they they didn't see Forsenia taking step by step by step up until the point they are today. They entered Formula One as a backmarker. They took their little steps to the midfield, and now they're starting to grow to the top of the table. And this is amazing to see how big of a business they are and how solid of a business they are considering they started with so so with a lack of resources. And they are a pretty good example of how you can be successful in Formula 1 even to this day, even uh, to the point that the sport got nowadays. It is a pretty expensive sport, but you can still grow a team from the ashes and then become a big team even though you don't have a big brand behind you. This can still happen uh, in 2017. Now we've got Sergio Perez. The Mexican debuted in Formula 1 back in 2011, but he first called our attention in 2012 when he almost won in Malaysia in a pretty rainy race with a Sauber, if, but he was stopped by his own mistake when chasing down Fernando Alonso. He went on to finish second that race, then he got a podium in Canada and Italy, and that granted him a seat in McLaren. But funnily enough, apart from his debut year, his year McLaren is the only one where he didn't step on the podium. And that was a pretty dark year because he had issues with Jenson Button and the, and the whole team itself, so that was a pretty dark year for him. And then he went to First India where he had Nico Hulkenbergs waiting for him as a teammate. And that's a hard mission, because Nico Hülkenberg is considered to be a great promising driver in Formula 1. But he dealt with Nico Hülkenberg quite well. In three years, he was the only one who tasted champagne after a race. He got four podiums in three years, while Nico Hülkenberg didn't get any. And he dealt with him quite well. Different from his problems with his teammates in McLaren, he had a pretty easy run in, for, in for senior. he had a good relationship with Nico Hülkenberg, but now that Steban Ocon is tapping into the plate instead of the German, these problems with teammates is, are coming back to haunt him. And this is part of a Fernando Alonso syndrome he has, that the driver is quite good, we know Perez Ferrari, has Ferrari potential, but his problems with teammates come back to haunt him, so we know he's not getting good seats, because he brings a package with him that brings bad problems, brings bad environment, brings issues to solve. So he didn't get a Ferrari seat probably because he would create issues on the team. And that's the part of the same problem Alonso has. We know Alonso is not getting a lot of uh, contract pr- proposals because he has a bad reputation. He's not going back to Ferrari, he's not going to Mercedes, he's not going to Red Bull. Breno might want him back, but this shows how a bad reputation can create barriers, can create obstacles for you. Berries is a great driver, he got podiums with Sauber and Senior. this alone shows how good of a driver he is, but the problems with teammates are a big factor and these problems are coming back now that Ocon is stepping up to the plate and creating obstacles for him to be the lead driver on the team. Now they're pretty much level on the championship and for India is starting to need to, starting to, to to create some, uh, some boundaries for them, because they are starting to create problems that rise up to the team level. They are wasting points in their little battle between them. So this is the pretty, this is the the, the, the sum up of Perez, a great driver with a lot of potential, but the teammate problems come back to haunt him and prevent him to, uh, of getting seats in Mercedes, Ferrari, and Red Bull, for example. And now, Esteban O'Connor. The French took a pretty different road from the rest of the grid to get to the sport, because, different from most of the drivers, he didn't come from a wealthy family, so he had to battle his way into the sport. And he suddenly became a big prospect, was then signed by Mercedes, and entered Formula 1 in the middle of 2016, to become Pascal's line teammate in Manor. And Pascal was already the big deal in Mercedes and that future driver that would become a, a, a driver in the big team, he would get a cockpit in, the, in, in Mercedes itself. But then they finished tight in the races, they, both drivers finished the race. Ocon finished ahead of Pascal in three and the German finished ahead of the French in three opportunities as well. When they had the opportunity to put someone in Forsina, they chose Ocon to put there instead of Pascal, who had to settle for Sauber. This is already a big indication of the future Ocon might have. And Ocon, when he established himself in Forsina, he started to create problems for Paris, who had a great control of Nico Hülkenberg, and now he has a younger teammate, who is starting to be better than him in some races, and is starting to show... The, the bad Paris side, the, the side of Paris that can't deal with a loss as well as some other drivers. Ocon has a bright future ahead of him he is one of the drivers in the grid that has championship potential in the future but he has to control himself in this situation. This scenario is testing how tough Ocon can be. If he can uh, answer Paris on the racetrack with results rather than crashing into him in purpose because Paris crashed into him in the last race this will show how tough Ocon can be in this sort of situation, so this year is decisive in his career. If he can come out of 2017 on top, not as a, not of a bad reputation or with bad stories about him, if he can come out of, 2016, of of 2017 on top, this can promote him to big teams in the future. He has already Championship potential. He's talked about as one of the future champions in Formula One. A driver who has a lot of potential. A great driver. He dealt with a lot of the, with a lot of uh, bad situations during the the season, and he dealt with them quite well. So Ocon has a lot of future. He has a lot of potential. He just has to control himself in this situation and not let Perez uh, ruin his career or ruin his. Uh, personal personality as a driver. I'm not saying that Paris is doing that on purpose. This situation they created can be toxic for him. So Paris is not doing this on purpose. He's not trying to ruin Ocon's career. Ocon's career. That's not the point. It's just that this situation can intoxicate Ocon and tr- turn, them, turn him into a bad reputation driver and ruin his future. So if this didn't, if this doesn't happen, Ocon is certainly a driver that can get one of, off Mercedes cockpit and become a champion in the future. So, the problem they are facing is based on two big factors, the first one being that their two drivers have similar performance, so they meet each other on the racetrack quite frequently. They are always running 8th and 7th, or 7th and 6th, 5th and 6th, they are always close on track, which then brings them to fight for position and then to create toxic situations. The second factor being that Perez has a reputation of not dealing well with teammates that challenge him often. We saw that at McLaren, he created issues with Jason Button of all people, because they were meeting each other frequently on track. And this brings back the situation that Perez is not a a good teammate when he is being challenged. And so, the problem is that Force India is losing a lot of points because of this. They are being shown frequently, yes they are, but they are not being shown for the guru reasons they lost an opportunity of a podium in Baku, maybe two drivers could have gotten to the podium there, but they crashed into each other and that was this race, and that was their race, sorry, and they could have also gotten a podium in Canada, but they created issues there and they lost another opportunity of a podium there. So what has to happen is a talk between them, especially with Paris, and that's not because he has a bad reputation, but because he's the more experienced driver. He's the one who is supposed to lead the team, to lead Ocon to be the strong uh, driver there. Ocon is young; he's still learning his way in Formula One. He's still learning the sport. While Perez has six or seven good years in him, he was supposed to be the old guy who is leading them, the veteran who's leading senior to their future. So, what needs to happen here is a conversation between them, and not a, not a, not a, not a, not, not set limits between them, because then you are you you are limiting not only their performance, but also where they can go. You're limiting their roof as a driver, their results. You're limiting their roof. A talk as what has to happen and why it has to happen, so you need to tell them, and convince them how to behave. And on this point I agree a lot with Gary for motorspeed who sent a call in with his opinion. And it's not based on limiting drivers on how they should, how they should behave because they are fighting with their teammates, rather Getting them to understand how they have to behave and to to do that because they want to and not because they are forced to. And here's Gary's calling with his opinion on the problem. And I agree a lot with him on this.
1: I've also heard that the Force India Management have come out with some sort of declaration that they're going to try and prevent the two from colliding in the future. Well, that's all very well and good to declare your principles. But at the end of the day... The guys in the cockpit are in control of the cars, not the pit wall. So what needs to happen here if they want to see a fundamental change in the driver's attitude is a little bit of head coaching, not headmaster-type rules and restrictions. Unfortunately for Perez, I think he actually needs to be the one that's the most careful, despite... My personal opinion that he's blameless in this situation. He's had a longer ride in Formula 1 and he's had incidents before that have tarnished his record. I think he's the one that needs to tread the most carefully. Ocon, on the other hand, is relatively new, has shown a lot of promise in terms of pace and I think will have the general sympathy of the crowd. At the end of the day, the only winner for me is going to be the one who can rise up, be the bigger man, get the job done and score the most points.
0: That's it for the first senior talk, and if you agree with me, and if you don't agree with me, please make sure to send your opinion on Twitter, I'm there at Campus or here at Anchor, send a call in like Gary did. Also, don't forget to check out my station here, because there's sometimes exclusive content that is not turned into a podcast. So guys, see you before Singapore with a preview, and don't forget!
1: Fernando is faster than you. Can you confirm you understood that message?